Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 361. We're reading Job 34 and 35, Revelation 18, and then Psalm 149. Now, as we continue through Job, God is just. You see, Elihu must have been a good listener because he was able to quote Job's words. However, Elihu listened with his ears and not with his heart, which made his speeches harsh and unkind. He was too sure of himself and kept reminding Job and his friends to listen to him. It was the same old argument. God is just and therefore cannot be accused of sin or partiality. God sees all we do and judges sin righteously. Job has rebelled against God and ought to confess and get right with God. But God is also great. How important did Job think he was in God's sight? Can his sin or his righteousness affect God? That was only pride on Job's part, but Job was important to God, and so much so that God and Satan had a discussion in heaven about him. The greatness of God does not mean that he is far from us and unconcerned about us. He is great in his love for us. He is great in his mercy. He is great in his kindness. He may not immediately take away your trials, but he can give you a song in the night of the trial. Never doubt the greatness of God. Today we also have Revelation 18. The harlot and the bride are each identified with a city. The harlot with Babylon and the bride with the heavenly Jerusalem. The heavenly city will be the bride's home for eternity, but Babylon will be destroyed by God. The world's economy is going to be ruined. John certainly had Rome in mind when he wrote his chapters, but his imagery means much more. Babylon symbolises the whole godless world system and caters to the appetites of sinful men. True believers have nothing in common with the harlot and our city and should be separated from them. In every age, the church has to identify its Babylon and separate from it. When God judges sinners, earth laments and heaven rejoices. Most people are concerned primarily with satisfying their physical desires, not concerned about things spiritual or eternal. They live for temporary and the immediate, not the eternal. That is not true for the believers in Christ. We do not live for the temporary. We live for the eternal. And when we live for the eternal, what we'll find is we tend to make different decisions, thinking more along the lines of God's ultimate plan rather than satisfaction in this short period of time that we live on this earth. We finally go into Psalm 149. God's people should be a singing people, They should sing in the sanctuary because God is their saviour, their maker and their king. You're reminded again and again to praise God for it pleases God and it beautifies God's people. You should sing at home, even when in bed. Sing when you wake up in the morning, when you take a nap, when you go to bed at night. Sing to the Lord on the battlefield. God's word is your sword and it should be on your lips as well as in your heart. Praise is that wonderful, powerful weapon for defeating the enemy because it says that no matter what occurs, you will lift the name of Jesus high. What's the trial you're facing today? What's the trial you're facing this week? What's next year going to hold for you? I wonder, are you going to be singing morning, day and night because you trust the Lord? Or are you going to be grumpy and downtrodden and downhearted because you're trusting in your own means? I know what I'll be, even if I can't really sing that well. I know I'll be singing the praises of Jesus because he is indeed my Lord and Saviour. Let's pray together. Father, I pray that everyone on this daily devotion that's been reading through your word each day will be singing your praises morning, day and night. 
Father, we pray that it's pleasing to your ears and you will indeed bless them when you hear it. I pray this in your name. Amen.